mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from throwaway Andrew the Cat and says, My girlfriend, 28 female, wants to break up because I, 30 male, bought the wrong chocolate. I know this sounds crazy, but hear me out. My girlfriend and I have been together for almost three years now. Everything is going great and she's the love of my life. But today, something weird happened. I told her I'm going to go to the grocery store to buy some stuff for the next few days. I asked her to send me a list on Messenger. We always do this so I don't forget anything important. I asked her multiple times if she needed anything to make sure we had everything at home. I didn't have to go grocery shopping again tomorrow. She said she wanted chocolates. Fine. What flavor should I bring? Any flavor is fine. You know what I don't like so just don't bring that. She sounded annoyed which confused me but I thought she was just in a bad mood. Went to the store, got all the stuff on the list, picked up some chocolates and then headed home. When I got home, she asked where the chocolate was and when I gave it to her, she exploded at me. I don't like caramel. How could you get such a simple thing wrong? Why did you ask if you didn't care about the answer? You're driving me crazy and I don't want to be with you anymore. I was flabbergasted. I tried to calm her down and have a conversation, but she stormed out and slammed the door. I want to give her space, but wow, what just happened? I sometimes got her chocolates with caramel and I don't remember saying she doesn't like them. Can someone please explain what I did wrong? How should I approach her about this? Should I just let her be upset or go and talk to her? Edit. Let me answer a few things here so it's easier to find. I asked her to write her list because she spends more time at home than I do so I assume she knows better what we need for the house. Some days I work 12 hour shifts and can't remember everything we need. I don't remember her explicitly saying that she hates caramel, but I will keep it in mind for next time. I didn't buy her a chocolate that she hates on purpose. I'm not a passive aggressive person. I do chores around the house, but because she's working from home most days, she does more of the chores as well. I have to travel to work every day, so we made an agreement about the chores and she was okay with it. Yes, sometimes I forget things, but it's nothing malicious. I don't think that makes me a horrible boyfriend. I also always ask her if she wants me to get her anything. What would she like to eat if she needs anything at all? I care about her a lot. Yes, she's on her period right now. Edit 2 because I see a lot of assumptions in the comments. She doesn't do all the housework alone. I do 40% of the chores and she does 60%. I work 10 hour shifts 6 days a week while she works 5 hour shifts 4 days a week. We agreed to split the chores this way and it works for us. I mentioned her period because people asked about it in the comments. Nobody blamed anything on her period. It was just an answer to some questions. She experiences strong PMS symptoms during most of her periods and is waiting to see a specialist about it. Unfortunately, it takes a few months to get an appointment with them. I don't remember her saying she hates caramel. 
cheese snicker bars with caramel in it, so I thought she'd be okay with it. Lol. I know her favorite flowers, perfume, McDonald's order, and how to make her favorite smoothies, etc. But running a business can be stressful, and I can't remember everything, so I do forget small things sometimes. She also prefers to do things on her own way, so I ask her multiple times about certain things to make sure she is happy. I feel like a lot of people replying to this post are projecting past bad experiences or annoyances onto our relationship. I mean, of course, you can't fit a whole relationship history into one Reddit post and strangers won't know our dynamics, but I'm not sure where all this frustration and hostility is coming from. I might have come to the wrong place for advice. Thank you for the level-headed responses. I'll wait for her to calm down and come to me. Hopefully, we can talk everything through. Now, of course, absolutely, you need to discuss this because my brain said instantly to me when I read that title that this isn't about the chocolates. This is about something else. And, you know, without discussion, without communication, you're just not going to find out what that is. But add acrobatic 5971 and says, okay, very clearly, this isn't about the chocolates. I would bet good money that this is about several things. She feels like you don't care, aren't attentive and don't particularly make much effort. She doesn't feel listened to and after three years together, dude, you really should know that she doesn't like caramel. She feels like she has to explain everything to you like you're five and you don't listen or do anything independently. The fact that she couldn't even rely on you to just buy the correct chocolate without having to micromanage you over it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Bunny Bunny 690 says, this is a tipping point. It's not about the chocolate itself. It's what the fact you couldn't even get the right chocolate represents. You always ask for a proper list. My husband does this and drives me bloody crazy. I meant to know exactly what we need, but he doesn't. Why doesn't he have eyes too? Does his brain remember what we need or a simple list mentioned only five minutes prior? Also three years and you don't remember she doesn't like caramel. She's clearly been putting up and up with you, getting her things she doesn't like. It's not the chocolate. It's the fact that you can't apply your own brain to task and need every tiny thing explaining. And she feels you pay her likes and wants no attention, thus the caramel time and time again. And a final comment from what the fuck immortal who says, as some other people said, the chocolate was just the tipping point. Mine was socks. I broke up with my ex because of the socks he bought me. He never put any effort into what I like, into what I find interesting, into what I'm into. He bought me whatever he saw without effort or thought. He never listened to me. I only wear black or white socks, never colored. He bought me red socks with a Pringles logo for my 18th birthday. I don't eat Pringles. I don't wear colored socks. We had been together for a year at that point. Also, I got the exact same pair from Secret Santa at my school and I complained about them on the phone to my boyfriend. But he didn't even pay attention to what I was saying, I guess. It was my tipping point. It showed me he was never going to change. He was never going to care about me enough to even listen to me talk let alone pay attention and remember what exactly I say. There were also other issues in that relationship. I'm glad I got out of it. Now I've been with my current boyfriend for four years and it's enough for me to mention something I like once and he remembers and surprises me for special occasions. Best feeling ever. Not the Pringles socks. I don't know why that made me chuckle. I'd love a pair of Pringles socks to be fair. But OP did come in with her update and says, I wasn't going to do an update post, but some people messaged me about it, so here it is. I waited for my girlfriend to calm down and come to me. After a few hours, she did. She was crying and really apologetic. We talked about what happened. She said her PMS made her really upset and her hormones were acting up more than usual this month, making her more irritable. 
I told her I understood, but needed some space to think, so I slept in a guest room. I understand that she can't control her PMS symptoms, but I didn't grow up in a house where slamming doors and screaming at each other was a normal thing to do when someone is frustrated. Also, her saying that she wants to break up shouldn't be a heat-of-the-moment thing. Even though most of the comments were attacking me and making all kind of assumptions, it also made me think about the dynamics of my relationship and the burden I take on myself. I feel like I'm doing way more in the relationship than my girlfriend. I'm carrying most of the weight on my own shoulders. I thought it was normal because I really love her and want her to be happy. But now that people have pointed out the whole mental load thing and how responsibility should be shared, I'm starting to think I might have taken on too much. In a way, this might be the reason why she thinks she can treat me the way she did yesterday. Someone told me in the DMs that the fine line between being kind and being a pushover. And I sure as hell don't want to be taken advantage of because of my kindness. I'll talk to her today and see if we can figure out a way to share the responsibilities more evenly at home and in our relationship. I'll also have to lay down more boundaries, which will be hard, but I have to do it. Thanks again for the level-headed comments and DMs. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story from the Am I Wrong subreddit from KittyBlues101 and says, and quickly jumping in before we do get into the story, just in case you do want to skip it, timestamps always down in the description and along the timeline below. But this story does talk about an eating disorder as well. And it's titled, Am I, female 17, wrong for breaking up with my boyfriend, male 19? Because he doesn't want me to gain weight. Background, we started dating a few years ago when I was severely underweight, even for my shortness. I'm 4 foot 11, and at the time I was 71 pounds and in and out of the hospital. He at the time wanted me to gain weight and recover from my eating disorder. When I got to 90 pounds, he told me it was the perfect weight for me but my doctor said I should gain more. I listened to my boyfriend more and then relapsed. Now I'm in recovery again and I'm 95 pounds, wanting to be 100 pounds. Today I told him I'm going to try and gain five more pounds and he said, well, whatever you want, I guess. Which is what he says when he gets angry. And I said, sorry, do you not want me to? And he shrugged and started to explain that he didn't want me to get fat and that my figure is perfect right now. Then I told him I wouldn't be fat and I just want to be healthy and not sick anymore. He then said, the whole thing is being thin, right? That's what you want. Triple digits isn't thin. And we just started arguing. I told him if he was going to be a jerk, I don't want to be with him. Then he laughed and said, try finding someone who will love you like I did. I'm not a jerk, you're just a bitch. Then he pushed me and left. We were together for three years. He was my first boyfriend. Now I feel really bad for ending it just because of that. I understand why he wouldn't want me to gain weight, but he was being kind of mean. I want to apologize, but I don't know if I was in the wrong. What do you guys think? Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Absolutely do not apologize to that guy. Ditch him. He is absolutely toxic and harmful and fucking just an awful person. Oh, he's got me riled right up. But Samabar says, A, no man should ever put his hands on you. Right now it's a push, but that can very quickly escalate. That alone is enough reason to never speak to him again. B. Your partner should want you to be healthy. Full stop. Trying to shame you for wanting to get to a healthy weight is insane and scary. You deserve someone who will support your healing, not try to keep you sick. C. Anytime a partner tells you, no one will love you like I do, that is a good thing. That's not healthy love. You don't want that kind of love and hope you never have the misfortune of dealing with it again. I wish you so much luck on your healing journey, girl. You're doing so great already. Ditch the jerk and take some time to really focus on yourself and the wonderful life you are building. I'm proud of you. I'm rooting for you. Absolutely rooting for OP. So OP did come back in to update the post. It says, first, I want to say thank you for all your kind words and give me advice and such. I really, really appreciate it. A lot has happened in the past 16 hours and I thought I'd give you guys some updates. He came to my house this morning at like 4 a.m., which isn't uncommon. He always does that. I asked him to since when it's my parents are usually both asleep. He said that texting or calling wouldn't be right in the situation and he started to apologize and cry about how he didn't mean it. He shouldn't have shoved me and that I can gain however much I want. Usually I would cry too and forgive him, but I was honestly so over it and tired. Yesterday sucked for so many reasons and I spent all night reading those comments you guys left and I just, I don't know. It was like I was pulled into reality for a minute. I told him to go home. I didn't say anything else. I didn't know what else to say. He tried to grab me, but I didn't let him. I just closed the door and let him sit in it. I still feel bad about it though. Even though I realize now those three years were bad and he's not a good person. I still love him a lot and I just want to turn all these bad feelings off and go back to all our good moments. He was so good to me so often and I wasn't used to it. What I was used to was being mistreated it's like I didn't see what it was for what it was. But seeing he's abusive and people breaking it down for me a hundred times and reading up on what abuse is really was a slap in the face I needed. I feel like I knew in the back of my mind it was wrong and how he treated me. But it was like I couldn't break out of all of the excuses and cover-ups he's made and I've made for him. His love wasn't really love. It was just control. He's not a good person. He's just like my shitty dad. It wasn't anything to him but something to control. I've never had power over my own life. I've tried to people please since I was born. I've been taught and told what I want isn't up to me and who I am isn't up to me. But all that's not true. It is up to me. I want to say I'll never talk to him again and that I don't care about him at all. But I was in love with him for three years and I still love him. I still want to be held by him and told he loves me, even if it's all lies because that's what I'm used to. I want to remain strong and I'm trying to. I don't want to go back. Going to talk to my therapist about this and go from there. Again, thank you for all your encouragement and kindness. I'll be continuing my journey to a long and successful recovery. I have all of you to thank for helping me out. Sorry for rambling. I tried to say everything I thought in the moment. Thank you again. And that is one of the things that I do love reading about Reddit is when people come to advice, which, you know, for all of us sat here, it might be obvious to us that OP should be breaking up with that person but for them and what they've been through 
and everything that's been normalized for them, it's a tough decision. And I'm glad that they're making the huge steps from stepping away from that person because they are not healthy for them in the slightest. But nonchalant Calypso says to OP, yes, I remember reading your original post and being shocked. Anorexia is not something to fuck about with and you've put so much work into getting better. I'm genuinely so happy for you. If you feel yourself slipping back towards him, go and read those comments again. Well done and good luck. Which OP says, yeah, I was dying at one point. When I was in and out of the hospital and I realized it's not worth dying to be thin, which in reality was skeletal. Then when I relapsed and he stopped supporting me, I was convinced if I gained, I'd lose him. But after all this, I realized his desire and attraction isn't worth dying for. Nothing really is worth dying for. But I want you to know, and anyone who reads this, I will read the comments if I doubt, and I will actively work with my therapist to never go back. I can't go back to it when I'm finally free. But now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's have another story from the Am I the Asshole subreddit from Kind Concert 4788 and says, Am I the Asshole for spending money my grandparents gave me instead of saving it towards my stepbrother's treatment fund? My mum got married to Alan two years ago. I, 15 female, was 13 at the time and Alan's two kids were Emma, 9 female, and Noah, 3 male. Noah was diagnosed with cancer last year, and my mum and her husband were told there's some kind of different treatment he could get in another country if they could raise the money. It would be better for Noah than the treatments available in the US. My mum and Alan could not afford it, so they have been sending him to treatment here and saving for Noah's treatment. They made a lot of cutbacks and asked that Emma and I give over any money we get so they can afford this. They have about 70% or something now, and that has come from cutting out a lot. We eat very basic meals. They cancelled our internet, and we didn't do anything for our birthdays or Christmas since the savings started. Any money that comes into the house goes on essentials or the treatment fund. My dad died nine years ago, and my paternal family stayed part of my life. They know what has been going on, and they've been buying me little treats and taking me out to eat when they can. They also give me money every couple of weeks so I can have something if I ever need anything. I've been hiding that money because I know I'll be told to give it up. I carry it everywhere because Emma is the type to snoop and, and tell her dad. She has asked me before why I don't babysit to help make more money for her brother. She would work if she could but she's only 11. I spent some of the money from my grandparents over the weekend. I got my hair cut and I bought my best friend a gift for her birthday. I also got some food and spent some time at my dad's grave. My mum noticed my haircut and asked where the money came from and she realized I was lying when I said that I'd been with my grandparents and they took me because I forgot they were out of town. So I told her they gave me some money to get some stuff done. She told me a haircut was not a need and how selfish could I be? Alan heard her scolding me and he jumped in and asked what the hell was wrong with me. He told me this family has to pull together for Noah and I'm acting like I don't care whether Noah gets his treatment or not. Of course, by the end of the day, Emma heard and freaked out. But then my mum ran into my best friend's mum a couple of days ago and she told mum my gift to my best friend was so sweet and thoughtful. I was sat down and yelled at for spending the money on not just me but on others. Alan asked me how I could give the money for a gift that means nothing when it could have gone to save my brother's life. 
I yelled back that it's not my job to pay for Noah's treatment and I'm already sacrificing. I refuse to go all out the way they want me to. I told them the money came from my family, family who was nothing to them and they need to let it go. Alan called me a selfish little bitch and he told me that I should be ashamed of my repulsive behavior. Now Emma keeps telling me I'm a bad person. Am I the asshole? Now, I sort of wonder, do your grandparents know the full story of everything that's going on in this situation? It sounds like they know about the struggle within the household and money, but do they know that you're being sat down and being told that you're selfish and you should be ashamed and repulsive and a bitch and all this kind of stuff? And I'm pretty sure they would have something to say if you raised that with them. And I think that's what you need to do in this situation. But Cole says, not the arsehole. Go live with your grandparents if you can. Pitch it as a way to help them save money for Noah and don't ever go back. Get being worried about your kid, but to starve the other kid having a youth just to send him somewhere else. But they not realize that this is just to send him there, not to mention the cost of the stay. Opie says they think because Emma is happy to do it, I should be too, especially being older. But Noah is Emma's brother. That is always going to make it different. I don't know if they will go for me living with my grandparents, but I might try. Thanks. Next commenter says, not the asshole. This is not your responsibility. You haven't even been in Noah's life very long. I would definitely check with your grandparents and see if you could live with them. If your stepfather is calling you a selfish bitch for getting a haircut, then you should leave if you can. That's not okay. You're 15. Opie says, I haven't. And that's something I wouldn't say out loud because it would make life even more hell on earth. I've known Alan, Noah and Emma for a little over two and a half years. I know they think I'm some horrible monster for not being determined like Emma is, but Noah is her brother. He's my stepbrother and not a stepbrother I consider just a brother. I don't consider Emma just a sister either or Alan my dad or even my parent really. I'm not protesting all the changes made to our lifestyle, but I will take my grandparents up on making sure I still get nice food sometimes and get my hair cut and other things of that nature. Emma would give it all for her brother and I get that. I'm going to try and leave if I can do so easily. I'm going to talk to my grandparents tomorrow and see what happens from there. And the comments pretty much just continued down that path of trying to get themselves in that situation if they can, telling a responsible adult. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to the OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one take care and much love yeah man i remember being so naive when life was good weather and palm trees back in the day you were everything i need but then along came a time when you crushed my dreams oh yeah you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read oh yeah you see we in despair crime everywhere you're selling false hope because you just don't care nah uh, you just don't care Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com